Good evening and welcome to the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Barbara, your host for tonight, and I am really excited to share some positive, uplifting, fabulous news. So different than what you get on CNN and Fox. Who knew? <laughs> so today we start with a playful baby seal who joined surfers in an epic surfing adventure at a California beach. Well, I don't know how epic it was. It was probably a bit of a problem. A playful and curious baby seal has captured the attention and awe of beachgoers and social media users as it fearlessly rode the waves with surfers at a popular California beach. For the past week, the seal pup, affectionately called Sammy, has been catching rides on various surfboards at Termalina, Tourmaline Surf Park in San Diego. Uh, Ed Hartel, a local drone pilot and photographer, has captured photos and videos of the surfing seal pup who appears to be orphaned. He told a local news uh, station the surfers don't touch the seal and they just let it do its thing. How sweet is that? So according to CBS 8 News, a few of the surfers believe they saw a great white shark attack the seal pup's mom a week ago. So since then, the baby seal has been close to the shore. Can't say as I blame the poor little thing. The searcher sees, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, you wash this thing, can't do a thing with it. Uh, the surfers reached out to SeaWorld when they first spotted the pup so that experts could make sure the baby seal was healthy. And SeaWorld official Tracy Ra from, told NBC, our team did respond to the pup. Upon arrival, it appeared healthy and was in the water when the team went out to evaluate. So there was no need to intervene as the pup was also old enough to take care of itself. Aww. Seal pups are naturally friendly and will approach humans. Well, obviously. <laughs> that is very, very funny. Oh, my goodness. Well, we got a little science news. You know that Einstein, brilliant mind, well ahead of, oh, just a minute, I'm ahead of myself here. Excuse me, let me go to the right story. Okay, a simple blood test. Not Einstein at all. <laughs> simple blood test for silent killer, ovarian cancer. This is a really important story because this talks about three telltale telltale proteins. So a simple blood test for ovarian cancer is on the horizon now that three telltale proteins have been discovered. So this is really good news for women. Scientists captured them from samples using nanowires with a special chemical coating. It offers hope for a screening program that could diagnose the disease earlier because the symptoms of the silent killer cancer usually only develop after it's already spread. So this is pretty serious one, but this is a great breakthrough. The molecules are known as EVs, extracellular vesicles. That's an interesting name. They're especially small proteins released from the tumor, which can be isolated from body fluids such as blood, urine, and saliva. The Japanese team extracted them from the most common type of ovarian cancer and used a scanning technique called liquid chromatography mass spectrometry. Wow, that's a tongue twister. The findings published in the journal Science Advances showed each of the three identified proteins are useful as a marker, biomarker for HGSCs. The result of the research suggests that these diagnostic biomarkers can be used as predictive markers for specific therapies. 
Our results allow doctors to optimize their therapeutic strategy for ovarian cancer. Therefore, they may be useful for realizing personalized medicine. Wow, that is really terrific news. Nine in 10 women who are diagnosed early survive. But if discovered late, the survival rate drops to one in 10. So this is a really big discovery for women and for health overall. So good news. Yay, scientists. All right. So back to the story that I had out of order, the incredible story of Einstein. You know, he knew a lot of stuff before his time, I swear. Before we could prove things, he already knew them. So scientists have discovered time moving five times slower after the Big Bang, exactly as Einstein predicted. So most of us know the framework of the Big Bang Theory, not the TV show. I know, trying to be funny here. The universe began expanding outward from a single point after a large explosion. And as matter began to coalesce into larger and hotter structures, the universe began expanding at greater and greater speeds. This would necessitate that in the earliest periods of the universe, this expansion was slower. And that since Einstein showed that time and space were connected, time too would be slower exactly what was just discovered by astronomers down under. In a groundbreaking paper published in Nature, Professor Grant Lewis of Sydney University and Dr. Brendan Brewer at Auckland University used quasars as clocks to track the speed of time in the early universe, perhaps less than a billion years after the Big Bang. Quasars are the universe's most powerful known objects and they showed that time moved 500% slower in the earliest chapter of the universe than it would today. Looking back to a time when the universe was just over a billion years old, we see time appearing to flow five times slower, said Lewis. If you were there in this infinite universe, infant universe, excuse me, one second would seem like one second. But from our position, more than 12 billion years into the future, the early time appears to drag. Previous universe dating methods used supernova explosions, but quasars are far more energetic, acting more like repeat fireworks displays than a single firecracker. These active galactic nuclei are powered by supermassive black hole billions of times larger than the sun and surrounded by gargantuan accretion disks of hot gas. Well, there's a mouthful. The energy they emit is beyond all metaphor. Well, the point of this story, Einstein right yet again. How great is that? So moving on. Here's a story that I really, really love. This ultra white paint is cooling homes inside the poorest of India's slums. And we know it gets very hot in India. In India's uh, Thar Desert, hundreds of poor women are being given cans of solar reflecting white paint to coat the roofs of their homes. It can cool the living areas by as much as 7.2 degrees Fahrenheit or 4 degrees Celsius by sending the radiation from the sun back out into space. The program was started by Mahila Housing Trust, MHT, 
which works as a nonprofit with poor women in central and western India to help escape the debilitating effects of the heat. Recently featured on the BBC, MHT first started working in Ahmedabad in the state of Garahat in 2009 before expanding into other cities in nine other Indian states where they've installed cooling features on 30,000 homes. They were invited in 2017 to contribute to the heat action plan after trailing a number of cheap non-refrigerant cooling options like turf roofs. However, it was the ultra-white paint that proved the most effective and the cheapest. Eventually, MHT made it to the slums where they gave 116 cans of this paint to poor families. One of these paint cans was given to Pinky, who at 19 is the eldest of three orphan children in the slum of Bari Bilbasti. During the hotter months, she and her two younger siblings had to take drastic measures to keep cool, including wetting a burlap sack and wrapping it above the fan so it would blow moist, cooler air into the room. After nightfall, many people would sleep on their roofs because the heat absorbed in the brick or corrugated tin homes would be far too much. It can get above 120 degrees during the summer or 47.7 centigrade, which for poor families is enough to cause a variety of health problems. Well, now thanks to the paint, Pinky and her siblings can study in the living areas during the afternoon. She tutors younger children and more and more can come and spend longer sessions with her because they aren't affected physiologically by the heat, meaning more income for the 19-year-old and her family. We painted the roof ourselves. It felt very good to paint one's home, she told the BBC. Earlier, the smaller kids, who she tutors, would constantly complain about the heat. And due to the heat, parents would not send them. Now the children don't get nosebleeds. Aww. So investigating the long-term impact of the paint, some residents reported that it began to wear off after just a year and that regular maintenance is needed to ensure it lasts longer. However, compared to other solutions, this one makes the grade. So really good news for women in India. A little cooling tactic. All right, well, here's the company that's giving Tesla a little run for its money. 24 million miles ahead of Tesla, autonomous semi-truck logs accident-free milestone on delivery routes. This is a big story. China's leading developer of autonomous driving technologies for heavy-duty trucks today announced it has powered more than 248 million miles or 40 million kilometers of accident-free trucking on China's highways. Ooh, that's good news. Tesla has been promising shareholders full autonomous driving for its cars for years, but setbacks have been frequent. Founded by a Chinese engineer who studied in Australia to say that the Inceptio autonomous driving system is miles ahead of America's tech billionaire is a bit of an understatement. The latest milestone underlies the safety and reliability of Inceptio's full-stack autonomous driving solution, as well as its accelerating commercial uptake. Inceptio's L3 autonomous trucks have been in commercial operation since late 2021. 
and working closely with two of China's top long-haul companies, Dongfeng Commercial Vehicle and Sinatruck, Inceptio has shipped hundreds of mass-produced heavy-duty trucks designed from the ground up for full integration with the Inceptio Autonomous Driving System. Major customers, including Budweiser, Nestle, JD Logistics, and Depan Express, have deployed Inceptio trucks across a nationwide line haul logistics network in China. So no drivers needed. Uh, Julian Ma, founder and CEO of Inceptio Technology, says we're incredibly proud of the stellar performance record that the trucks have amassed over the past two years. And... Um, their arrival time has been great, perfect safety record. The autonomous driving itself are learning a tremendous amount from our fast growing trove of operational data. In America, the conversation of how much automation should occur on the road is often centered around the 4 million or so people who work as long haul truckers. However, semi trucks and tractor tailor trailers are massive vehicles and are regularly involved in collisions. In 2019, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration reported 5,005 fatal, 119,000 injurious, and 419,000 non-injurious traffic collisions involving large trucks and buses in the U.S. The buses accounted for a significantly smaller fraction of these totals. And anyone who's driven long enough on the highway will have experienced the fright when a semi truck begins to enter their lane, having not seen them. So the result of this autonomous driving is there is no driver fatigue. So these trucks can drive all night long. They're getting better gas mileage. Uh, there's a whole bunch of pluses to this. So a little bit of good news in China anyway, and hopefully coming across the ocean. Well, we're going to take a little commercial break. You are watching the good news on the New Thought Media Network, and I hope you're having a very happy Friday as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey everybody, my name is Ricky Byers, and what I want you to know 
is that on the weekend of July 14th, that's July 14th, 15th, and 16th, I'm going to be blowing up Salt Lake City. <laughs> this is my debut there. I've never been there before. So Reverend Cindy, look out. We're going to burn it up, baby. God bless. Peace. And we're back with more good news in the land of I am my, okay, I'm no Ricky Byers. <laughs> Love her music though. So good. So good. Well, this is a sweet story. I love the stories when somebody does an act of kindness and it just blows up in all the best ways. So a man's act of kindness turns a defeated veteran into a best-selling author overnight. How great is that? 50-year-old Army veteran in Texas has become a best-selling author overnight after a TikTok video of him selling his debut, debut book at a grocery store went viral. So Sean Warner had always dreamt of becoming a writer, but he was discouraged by people who told him that he couldn't make a living out of it. But after recently being laid off from his software engineering job, he decided to pursue his childhood dream. Warner published his first book, Lee Howard and the Ghosts of Simmons Pierce Manor. Ooh, that sounds interesting. And was promoting it at a local Kroger grocery store over the 4th of July weekend. Gerard, Gerard Swearingen, I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but I hope I am, happened to be shopping at Kroger that day when he walked past Warner looking super defeated, he said. Before Gerard left the store, something told him to go back to the table and buy a copy of the book just to support Warner. I honestly don't even read books nowadays, he confessed. Gerard recorded his conversation with Warner and posted it on TikTok. The video quickly went viral, and within hours, Warner's book rose to the top of Amazon's bestseller list. So yesterday on Amazon, he had two reviews in its first book, and now he's a number one best-selling author on Amazon, Gerard said in a follow-up TikTok video. Gerard told WFAA after posting the video that he saw a fellow neighbor struggling and just wanted to help him out. While Warner's book remains top on the list on Amazon, he can't believe the fame that has come from one person's small act of kindness. In a heartfelt video, the father of two thanked everyone for their support. Warner's success serves as a reminder that a simple act of kindness can have a significant impact on someone's life. So just a little reminder, random acts of kindness a really good thing. <laughs> so do more of those. And here's another one that, that's kind of along the same line. Grandpa's YouTube channel gains nearly 500,000 subscribers due to a stranger's act of kindness. See, we're just 
making it up as we go along here. A wholesome grandpa on YouTube has gained nearly 500,000 new followers thanks to a small act of kindness from a stranger. Cole Caetano is known for finding and promoting content creators with little to no followers and skyrocketing them to fame. Cole recently stumbled upon the YouTube channel Grandpa Reads the Comics. How sweet is that? Which had about 200 subscribers and the videos were only getting two to three views each. The channel's about section reads, I love to read the comics to my kids and grandkids. Since the coronavirus, I haven't been able to read to them. I can play the banjo, the ukulele, the piano, and ping pong. Not any of them that good, but good enough for a grandpa. And if you need a grandpa or want an extra grandpa, join us. How sweet is that? Caetano fell in love with the videos and, po and posted a short montage of the channel on his social media accounts. So I was randomly scrolling through YouTube videos with no views, he wrote. In the first 24 hours, Grandpa Reads the Comics reached over 100,000 followers. As of today, the channel has more than 484,000 subscribers. If there was a Mount Rushmore of people who have helped my life, you'd be on my, my Mount Rushmore, buddy. Aw, that's what Grandpa told Caetano. In a recent interview, Caetano was asked why he helps unknown content creators. I truly do get joy from what I do, he said. There's honestly no better feeling than helping someone else out. That is a fact. Absolutely true. Well, and here's another one of those really good news stories where people are just doing kindnesses because they can. So a lonely birthday boy receives a big surprise when a convoy of 40 truckers come to parade him through town. Oliver Johnson turned eight years old in his home in New Zealand. Lonely by nature, his mother had just the idea of what might cheer him up. Young Oliver is obsessed with trucks. He knows the name of every truck, every truck manufacturer, and every trucking company. And his mom, Catherine, offered $50 to anyone who would come give him a ride in their big rig for his big day. Aw, way to go, Mom. Now, Catherine had hoped one truck driver would take up the offer, but instead, Barry Hart, owner of Hart Hollage Trucking, decided to take it two steps further and organize a whole convoy. Then it got almost out of hand with 40 truck drivers signing up to be part of Oliver Johnson Convoy. Every one of these truckers that are doing this, and there are probably 10 trucks at least that are coming from Auckland, those guys, it will cost them five to $600 to get that truck down there to do their thing and go away. And not one of them is asking for anything. Scheduled for Sunday, July 9th, so many signed up that Hart had to organize the convoy like a parade and call authorities to manage traffic. He said he saw a boy who felt like he needed some friends around him and he couldn't do any less. Oh, I love that. Catherine has heard from other members of the community who donated a birthday cake and their best wishes to her son. I would like to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my and my husband's heart. See, I'm getting all choked up here. For giving up your time. I just can't get over the community. How wonderful everybody's been. And of course, Ollie is on cloud nine. Best wishes from his heavy machinery giant, Isuzu. Wow. 
Well, how sweet is that? I'll tell you, there's such a good feeling when you do a kindness like that. And it doesn't take, in that case, it did take a little bit of effort, but for the most part, it doesn't. We can be kind just because. So here's another story. This one is saving a frightened little puppy. So this freight train driver took a break from his work in the locomotive to play the part of a rescuer for a little lost pug who had run away from its owner the night before. Poppy the pug, Poppy, oh, had been become frightened by a speeding car in Rutland, UK, and the owners, 60-year-old owners Don and Ian Bain, had been out searching for her all night long. At 20 past eight the next morning, Michael Jones was nearly la nearing Langham Crossing in his freight train when he described seeing a flash of red from Poppy's harness disappear into the bushes near the level crossing. He decided to stop his train and go take a look and the little puppy was just shaking and scared and he brought the puppy into the cab of his train, gave the puppy, you know, crumpets and water, you know, it's England, and, and then brought the puppy back to Occam Crossing where the mother of the puppy had contacted to see if anybody knew and they said, not only do we know, we've got a driver bringing him in. She said, my heart, it didn't know whether to sing or stop. Aw, in comes this train. Wow, I'm just doing this whole emotional thing tonight. In comes this train with this beautiful man, man with Poppy sat on his knee. And she said, I cried and cried. You know, there's so many ways to do a kindness and they don't even take a lot of effort. Just a moment. You know, sometimes we get an idea to do something. I say, do it. All right. Well, and here's another story. Another great guy, a mechanic who helps a young family's dream holiday by fixing a malfunctioning wheelchair. So this young boy has a, an illness that requires, it's a rare disease similar to cerebral palsy, and it requires that he be in a wheelchair in order to have any freedom of movement. And so it broke down while they were in the outback. They were in northwestern Australia's Kimberley region in their motorhome. And without the wheelchair, this, this kid gets really frustrated and depressed because he can't do anything. So they contacted social media to see if anybody knew of someone who could fix this. And everybody said, call Mike Scott. And sure enough, this gentleman was able to get the part, get it quickly rushed to them, and they saved the day. And this young boy got to have his holiday, his whole family got to have a great time, and it really was a very precious moment for everybody. So way to save the day, Mike Scott. And last but not least, holy moly, this police officer, you know, sometimes we really got to give some, some kudos to the police. Well, this police officer has a free school inside a deli slum, and he's helping kids escape the streets. The deli police officer who managed to crawl his way out of the city slums as a child is now giving back to poor children who live the lifestyle of skipping school and working odd jobs. With his free school, when classes in session in the parking lot of the famous Red Fort, Than Singh helps kids who've missed school catch up to their age bracket so they can be at the same level of their peers. And what he's doing is getting them off the street, getting them educated, getting them into school, and some of them are scoring higher once in the regular government system than even the kids who've been going there all along.
He's doing some brilliant, amazing work where it really matters. If we want to change our world, we do it by looking after the kids. His father wanted to be a police officer, but the weight of supporting the family never allowed him to properly prepare himself. Eventually, though, Singh followed in his father's footsteps, stayed in school, passed the examination for the Delhi police. Going back to the police, the streets on which he was raised, Singh began to feel something had to be done to help the children who had to work instead of study. He then started a one-of-a-kind school called Than Singh Ki Pathshala. I volunteered to teach these kids so they are able to come a little par to their peers. For this, I started meeting the parents. Police are the only segment that go to people irrespective of their socioeconomic status, right? There's a big caste system. Well, all over the world, but really in India. Well, everybody, this has been the good news on the New Thought Media Network. We've run out of time yet again. There's so much good news, so much great stuff going on. Don't forget to practice random acts of kindness and just be the very best you that you were born to be. Have a wonderful weekend. Know that you are loved. I'm Barbara signing off for the New Thought Media Network. And be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Good night. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, Thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, 